0: (laughs) Welcome everyone to the smartest Amazon seller in the room podcast. We're going to fly through a great episode. I'm really excited about some of the little subjects I've got to talk about, but it's actually a short episode too. Um, there's something very different about right now. This is the first episode that I've recorded after launching the podcast. And so thank you everyone who has listened so far. And, uh, I love the feedback that I've gotten. I've had over 20 people reach out to me and, uh, some have given me feedback, some just encouragement and it's been awesome. Um, and if you made it this far, then you're braver than me because I can't even listen to my own voice that much. When I see the podcast come out, I I listen to about five, 10 minutes and I and I roll my eyes and I, and I move on. So I'm my own biggest critic. So if you think you found something you did not like, don't worry. I'm way ahead of you. It's also a terrible time to do a recording. It's 10.30 PM after a three hour long bike ride. I have no idea if my energy level is ready to bring it, but here goes. I have, I don't know, that as I mentioned, like a two dozen people, uh, have given me feedback and a lot of you, a lot of them came through, um, the Reddit ask me anything AMA. I've done two of those and I really enjoy them. I, especially this one, there are some people that like, you know, kind of challenged, uh, some of the things that I said. And so it makes me be honest, uh, about, you know, motivations or, um, uh, where I'm coming from, and I hope that I am transparent and also give people some some uh, good feedback. You know, I'm not uh, here to give uh, law advice that you can take to court, but hopefully the things that uh, we talk about can change your business tomorrow. Um, let's see. Well, I've also had a few comments about how in the first episode, I gave a promise. I promised that you'd learn something, but I also promised that this podcast will improve your love life. I'm sticking to it because if you're better at being a seller, if you're better at e-commerce, you're going to have more confidence. And if there's one thing I know about confidence is it overcomes all insecurities. So this podcast will... Will help your love life. I mean, it's helped me because I got a date in two days, so I think it's working. Um, but first, like I, I just get ideas all the time. I, I was at IRCE, the uh, the Internet Retail Commerce Expo, I believe that's how it is in Chicago two weeks ago, and um, you know, I, I, I rub shoulders with a lot of people that are leaders in the industry and get to. Just you know, to see who's having success and figuring out why. And there's two myths that I come across that I wanted to dispel. Um, And first, like we we I think we kind of get uh, hung up on the idea that like there's experts out there that like know some special secret to really succeed and. That they're just like, just they're just better, or like they have this like X factor that we don't know what it is. Like, that they, I mean, true that they may have a little bit more experience and maybe they are creative and maybe they may have a little technology, but I don't buy into the feeling that the system is rigged. We all are on an equal playing field, and uh you know, Amazon will suspend. I mean, like, like my episode about suspension, Amazon will suspend anyone. They don't care who you are. If you break a rule, that's that. And like their algorithm, it's, it's not like it has a political bias to it. It is easy. It's not impossible to understand the concepts that are going to help your products, uh, <clears throat> you know, rank better or, or, or sell better. Um, if there's actually, no, let me, I take that back. There's probably one person or a group of people that maybe have an unfair advantage. And that's the, the people behind Amazon's search algorithm. It's called a nine. It is, uh, it's, it's essentially the brains behind Amazon. And now there's a team of maybe 10 to 20 people that actually know how it works. It's probably something that they keep under wraps in terms of exactly what signals, uh, you know, cross to help something rank, rank organically, like exactly the signals. Um, those are the only people that have an unfair advantage outside of that. No one does. I guess that that leads into my second myth is this idea of like, you know, if someone worked for Amazon, that they know it all. Um, uh, the Amazon has twenty thousand employees, and I think I, I isolated it down to twenty people that probably have an unfair advantage. I it's funny is I talk to employees in the advertising space on Amazon, and it's clear that there's parts of the the platform that they just don't know. You know, they are very these teams are very isolated, and I you know, if you built, if you worked on one tool, it doesn't mean you have any special knowledge on any of the other sets of things. And, um, you know, I've, I've known some agencies to hire ex Amazonians because like, Hey, they must know what they're talking about. They worked for Amazon. Well, I know at least two of them that I've been fired. Um, I've been given advice from an Amazonian who like that advice almost got a shutdown. In fact, we got a notice saying like, you're going to be shut down if you don't respond to this in 24 hours. And, um, don't get me wrong. Like they're smart people. They they work with the same problems and they see it on a wide scale. But I don't feel like the system is rigged that they have an advantage over any one of us. And so, um, yeah, th- those are just like myths that I like to think. In, in terms of marketing, I feel like it's like a, a, a an unfair advantage. You know, like oh, I used to work at Amazon. Well. Um, <clears throat> we we are all on the same playing field. Okay. Um another thing is I just wanted to talk about like one thing I've noticed in the, just like the last few weeks is it's clear that like there's money being put in the space of Amazon right now. There's companies like Take a Metrics and Feedvisor that are, that are getting more investment. So these like services companies, I mean like Jungle Scout is getting 400 new subscribers a day, I believe I was told. And um you know, our businesses have gotten a lot of attention lately in ways that I did not expect at the beginning of this year. And hopefully, you know, in a month or two, I might have something to announce about that. That would be uh, of interest. And um, so, it's it's a clearly an exciting time. Um, even so I met with a uh, so, you know, a few consulting agencies have approached me, and you know, that's part of the reason I was saying that there's like energy and ideas in the space and you know it's it's an exciting time uh, I bet you in a year or two's time you'll look back at me and be like, you know we'll still feel like we're in the wild west you know we felt like it was the wild west in 2012 you know the early days of FBA but it's still there because uh, uh, there's just a lot of uh, new people jumping in and, and shaking things up how many agencies I've come across in the Amazon space is just like, there's 20, 30, 40, 50, I get lost. And I, uh, like I said, like we're on the same playing field and it's, it's whoever uh, I actually feel like it's who works hardest at learning the craft. Um, So, and then I guess I wanted to be a little bit more transparent about like my end game, like why I do this, the podcast is, is uh, I actually, Just about a week or two ago, at IRCE, I was like, I want to do a website. I want to like review um, all the technologies out there that people use on Amazon, and uh, just kind of grow the idea base. and And I understand that like it's not going to appeal to the masses, but um, I, but I don't need this audience to be very big because I know that uh, Amazon sellers are a very valuable audience, and that you know it's people that listen, that, uh, will be running the show in just a few years, uh, that will be giving me a run for my money in, you know, whether that's in a wholesale or private label, there's a lot of, a lot of things moving around. And so I just want to be a part of it and, and since in in a way contribute and, but I'm only going to be doing this if I enjoy it. So, uh, I won't be buttoned up or, or, or laced up. Um, I will uh, do everything in my power to not take myself seriously. I mean, what the hell? I have a mullet for the sake of irony. I don't really take things that seriously in life. Call it a flaw, call it a a way to survive. Um, And if you want to see all my, if you want to see the growth patterns of my mullets, you could follow me uh, at Smartest Seller on Instagram. I post every once in a while. I'm hoping to do a little bit more, but, it's, it's, it's actually it's just a great place for like me to not take myself seriously, but still talk about Amazon. I've learned a lot from the other Instagram uh, sellers out there. Uh, I've given them some shout-outs. but um, so um, uh, I just wanted to tell a little bit more about like where this is going. You know, some subjects I'm gonna I'm gonna hit. Uh, one thing I really want to hit hard is uh, is you know just is pay per click. You know, sponsor products, sponsor brands, and. Um right now there's like ten companies, even at IRCE, that like have a technology to audit uh, automate and optimize Do you need one um at certain point you probably should use one, but you know you probably should know what they're doing and why and um, I've used a few different ones and I've gone through lots of different uh I've gone through too many uh, presentations where they talk to me. There's a lot of good ones out there, but um I don't know if any of them have a secret sauce yet. They if you talk to them, they they a lot of them do the same thing. So, but I I think I want to dive into the fundamentals so that you understand what they're doing. And so if you go in and you can start asking questions. Um Uh, But like, uh, then at the end of the day, like I actually think that sponsor products, while they're very important, it's uh, it can be kind of distracting. Understand what advertising is. Advertising, sponsor products is a discoverability uh, mechanic. That's all it is. Is it puts it in people. You're paying to put it in front of people's eyeballs. They don't have to click on it. In fact, they're less likely to click on it because they see the little sponsored tag. And it doesn't cost people to convert so don't kid yourself that it's going to like solve all your issues because if you don't convert and you don't give a good customer experience, you know your products just aren't gonna like they're just not gonna win. you're gonna have an inefficient ad spend and in fact like if you if you don't focus on it it'll make your advertising even worse I mean I Uh, relating to the previous podcast where I talked to the one, two, threes of marketing, you know, discoverability first, click through second and conversion. Number three, sponsor products is just number one. All it is, is discoverability. It does nothing for the next two. And when, uh, when I understood that it was really a big light bulb that actually got me re-energized into marketing. So, um, I really want to dive into that and what it's doing and what it's not doing and just some uh, basic practices. For example, uh, in wholesale, or if you're liquidating a product at the very least, I mean, this is like, this is the least, like the bare minimum is throw up two cent, um, bids automatic on, on all your products and automatic campaigns. You will probably get less than 5% ACOS, ACOS being average cost of sale and, I'll take that any day. So um, that's one thing. I mean, that's kind of basic. I've I've, uh, graduated from that a few years ago. But um, yeah, also uh, next little topic. uh, I just want to do a little correction on coupons. I, I don't know if I explained this, but on top of the dollar, like, say, if you do a dollar coupon, it's actually 60 cents to use one. That's a fee from Amazon. And so just, like, calculate that into, you know, whether or not you want to do a, uh, let's see, want to use a coupon. Um, and then the last little nugget is uh, something that we actually got into the beta program just recently uh, by Boxer. Um you know, I hear a lot about Amazon programs. You know, they always want to give our, get our feedback, and um, this and usually I'm very critical. I'm like, I don't see it going anywhere. This one is going somewhere. It's called the uh, North America Remote Fulfillment N A R F, and what this is is it allows you to leverage your you know, US inventory onto other marketplaces. For a a fee of two or three dollars, they, Amazon will send it international and pay for the taxes and the duties and manage that whole process. So I hear buzz every once in a while like, hey, Canada, Mexico, you know, going international. Well, I think, you know, at least for us, this is the easiest way to start, to, to prove a concept is to use you know the, the United States Fulfillment Network and to use that uh, to, and they will ship to those two marketplaces. And this can definitely increase your audience. And so as soon as this program becomes live to everyone, uh, make yourself aware of it. And because you already have an existing investment in your inventory, you know, whatever you have, whether it's, you know, $50,000 to a few million, um, I think this is a great, a uh, way to to leverage that. I will uh, I'll dive into that as we get more experience and more data about it, so I can tell you like how much of a lift you could expect from this, and if there's certain nich- niches that do a little bit better. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, it's, it's actually very similar to the way that Europe does it. Uh, you can store all your products in the UK fulfillment center, and then you know you can list and sell in the other four marketplaces in, in Europe at a small additional fee, and they handle all the export stuff. So that is a, a very unique way that Amazon is leveraging an advantage that they have Um, with what I would call the best fulfillment network in the world. And it's not even close. Um, so, um, I mean, like, uh, just thank you everyone for listening and, uh, you know, continue to reach out and give me some feedback and, uh, especially on subjects. And, uh, you know, you can tell me the way that I've disappointed you and I will take it like an adult. No, I'll take it like, I'll, I'll, it'll hurt, but then I'll eventually take it like an adult. Um. So uh, make sure uh, you uh, leave a review if you have a chance. Um, share this podcast with your friends. Share it with your coworkers. So share it with people that are interested in selling in, on Amazon. Hopefully, I scare them away just a little bit, but then also hopefully we bring them in. And uh, and oh, also share with your significant other so they know where you're getting a little pep in your step. One, two, three. <laughs> This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.